0: I really don't like when people tell me that my standards are too high or that I need to be more realistic, especially when it comes to romantic love and partnership. Like I said in previous episodes, I have a lot of Capricorn placements, which is one of the most practical signs, if not the most practical sign. I believe in the power of manifestation, we're all manifesting our realities, whether we realize it or not. Our thoughts create our reality, even if it's unconscious. And our repetitive beliefs and thought patterns shape our reality and our existence and i also believe we have a divine plan i'm reading this book called it's not your money and it's about how to live fully from divine abundance if we can start to look at money as source energy coming from the expansive universe we can start to release our grasp on money and resources The universe is abundant, and there's no limit, and if we can tap into that, we can tap into an incredibly abundant mindset, which is life-changing. And abundance in all aspects, not just money, abundance in love, abundance in health, abundance in happiness. She talks about our soul's course of study as well, and she explains that we all came here to learn certain lessons— Everybody has a different set of abundance lessons that they're learning in any given lifetime and it may not be someone's destiny to win the lottery and that might actually be the last thing that your soul needs and I just wanted to read a passage from the book that really resonated with me. The more we learn to trust Source, the less we need vast wealth to feel abundant. Intention is a part of the puzzle that's often misunderstood in sanskrit the beautiful word sankalpa means a one-pointed resolve to focus on a specific goal you could see it as a solemn vow formed by the heart and mind in a sense it means you are what you focus on indeed sankalpa is an invaluable tool i now offer this journey fully to love may everything that's ready to open open may everything that's ready to leave leave i long for the highest to occur may i be abundance these types of intentions make space for the divine will are so very different from goals like i will make a million dollars by february or my soulmate will come in in 30 days once you start to trust this source you stop insisting every passing desire must happen you relax and know that one way or the other your needs will be covered this can feel like getting a 400 pound manifesting monkey off your back To be clear, I'm not dismissing the power of the mind. For example, plenty of athletes have successfully used visualization and positive thoughts to enhance performance. And surely, if you're someone who habitually complains all day, positive thought is a huge improvement over negative. We'll even use some in the abundance process. Nonetheless, intention without surrender can be a fast path to delusion. I love that line. Intention without surrender can be a fast path to delusion. I was looking at my goals and intentions for the past year. Um, The day before New Year's, every year I like to create a list and just take some time to visualize how I want the year to manifest. And I started feeling really sad because a lot of the things that I wanted to manifest and a lot of the things that I desire have not come into my 3D reality yet. And reading this passage really did take a weight off of my shoulders because my divine path and my soul's course of study is different from everyone else's. Some people get married when they're 22. And some people never get married. Some people have five children. Some people don't have children. And all of us have different paths and a different journey and different things that we came here to learn. The author shared an example about the soul's course of study, and she shared a story about a group of people who wanted to win the lottery, so they manifested and visualized and strongly believed that they would win. They followed all of the steps. They did a lot of energetic work around attaining this manifestation. They planned exactly how they would spend the money, and they got very, very clear, which the universe likes. The universe loves clarity. There was no doubt in their mind that this wouldn't come to fruition, but when the time came, they didn't win. So as much control as we do have over our lives and our destiny, the law of attraction is very real. We also have to honor the fact that we have individual soul contracts. Not everyone is meant to win the lottery. And this helped me soften around the things that I haven't been able to manifest, one of which is a conscious, loving, evolved, respectful, kind, passionate partner. And I go between blaming the universe and blaming myself, uh, being angry at the universe and then being angry at. Myself, and, and I know I have blockages to work through, and I have to re- rewire learned ways of being in a relationship, which I've been diving really deep into for years. Healing in relationships can be such a powerful experience. I've done so much healing alone, and the work that I do on myself is for me, but it's also for everyone in my life. It's healing past generations, future generations, it's breaking cycles. And I saw a quote that said, heal so those who cross your path are safer from harm. And I wholeheartedly believe that and live by that. And when I speak about feeling sad that I don't have a partner and that this hasn't manifested in my life yet, I think it can be hard for people to understand. And some people think maybe I need to try harder or be more open or um, not have as high standards for who I want to be in my life. And it's not that I don't attract people. I just have a very specific idea of what I need in partnership. I'm so clear. And that doesn't mean I'm not open-minded. I, I just know what I want and what I desire. And I'm not going to settle for less than that. And I have strict boundaries on the type of energy I allow into my life. For me, love and romance and sexuality is incredibly sacred. And I don't want to share my energy with just anyone. I have a lot of protection around my heart. And I think that's okay. And when I hear that my standards are too high, I know it's a projection coming from that person and their own lived experiences. And I know that I can receive everything I desire, but I also don't live in a fantasy world. I don't think it will be easy. I don't think there won't be arguments. I don't think that this man will be perfect. And and I expect that and I welcome that there's growth there. I want to be challenged and everything I'm asking for in a partner, I can also provide. I once heard someone say, write a list of what you want in a partner and become that. The goal is to continue to focus on cultivating yourself, love yourself, nurture yourself, adore yourself so much that you don't need a partner to survive, but you can welcome a partner into your life and into your heart with open arms to enhance the experience of being a human being. Partnership and connection and romantic love is one of the most special divine parts of being alive. We all desire that. And sometimes I feel shame for desiring a partner, which is ridiculous. Doing inner work and being independent and focusing on yourself isn't so that you can live your life alone without partnership. It's to call in healthy relationships. It's to call in healthy connections. And it's to help with communication, to help understand somebody else and their experiences and why they are the way that they are. And most of the time, we enter relationships at a young age and we don't have the tools or the knowledge. We're not taught a lot of these relational things during school and formative years of life. We learn about romantic love based on how our parents interact. And I think the way that we educate our youth needs to drastically change. How different would our lives be if we were taught the signs of emotional abuse, if we were taught how to communicate and have nonviolent conversations? if we were taught relating and listening exercises and the power of just looking into someone's eyes or even energetic work that you can do with a partner that can really connect you. What if we all went to therapy and practiced rewiring our brains from past traumas so we could all be better partners and human beings? So I just wanted to make a mini episode to share all of that. And if someone has told you that your standards are too high, whether it's related to love or your career or your desires, Don't listen to them. Your standards are not too high. Become everything you want in a partner. Love yourself. Heal yourself. Put yourself first. Focus on your dreams. Invest in yourself. You can have everything you desire. And also remember that your soul's course of study is different from everyone else's. And if you haven't been able to manifest everything you desire, that's okay. You have time. I think that's something that we feel is scarce as well time is an illusion we have time everything is happening in divine timing and at the perfect moment for us in our journeys and also remember that certain things might not be in your soul's course and that's okay too it wasn't in my soul's course to get married in my 20s that doesn't mean that i'll never get married but i had a really hard time surrendering to what is. Surrendering to the present moment and surrendering to my soul's plan because (laughs) the things that I desire and the things that I want, as a human, our egos want them now. We want them in this moment. We want it quickly and we want everything to come to fruition, but our soul knows better. Our higher self knows better. We need to go through certain things to be able to live the life that we're meant to live, to be able to live out our dharma, our life purpose, and this really showcases the duality of life, the duality of existence, this idea of manifesting and trusting in the, the power of your mind, but also being able to surrender, honoring the surrender, honoring your path. So I hope that made sense. Thank you so much for listening.